All right, welcome to the Put Work In podcast. We are two days post marathon. How are you feeling? Ready to go. Ready to roll. I'm go where? Quad's a little sore, but other than that, I'm good now. Yeah, that's a until you try to use them. I try. I I went to the gym this morning. I'm just, I feel like just the same way. Like my quads and my hamstrings are just sore. Uh, I can't really bend over. But uh, I've got on the leg extension machine, which is it uses quads. And uh, I tried to I tried to do it, and uh, like it moved like two inches. Yeah, I'm not gonna be doing anything that actually <laughs> involves using my legs. Uh, I was just having fun. It moved two inches, then I took some weight off, and it still only moved two inches. And I was showing Jonathan, I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. So I I just did like a little upper body pump, some stretching and mobility, and like a 12-minute walk just because time. I was going to do 10, and like I looked up, and it was like 11.30, so I was like, well, I'll do 12 because can't do like 11.37. That's just weird. And then I did like a 12-minute bike just to round it out. I'm a little sore still everywhere, but like really the only thing I actually like sore is my quads, which yeah. weren't sore yesterday or Sunday. But I woke up today, I'm like, ow. So like the day we're we're kind of like we're gonna go we'll just go into like how we felt post marathon. So immediately that day, my knees did not want to bend. Like my should, whole should body. we just start like at the beginning of the marathon? No, we'll just start here since we're here. Oh, oh this is weird backwards let's go we're gonna do it backwards so how we felt after so because i felt different during too but we're already talking about after so we'll just do after but uh yeah like my knees did not want to bend every time i moved my knees that first day like they hurt they cried like just like like my actual knees not like the back or the side like the kneecaps like the bones of my knee were hurting which We'll get into it more, but it was like all heels, which you could tell the way we, we talk about how it affected us. You could tell like it was all heels because usually like when it's a lot of downhills, uh, well, this is what I hear. I heard recently that downhills just blow up your quads for some reason, which they did. Uh, definitely because my quads and my hamstrings are just lit up. Uh, they were like that yesterday, which I felt a lot better yesterday. Like joint wise, no like aches and stuff. My back and like my core is all sore, which I didn't notice until I was like using it yesterday, and I was like, "Dang, my core is sore." Uh, well, and uh, like my quads and hamstrings, like there's like soreness, and then there's like fatigue, which I have both because usually I can like touch like the I could bend over pretty good. And uh, just like doing like a straight hamstring bend over, touch your toes type deal, I can't I can't get anywhere near that today. Uh, like it's completely locked up. Like it's not as much sore today as it was yesterday, but there's a lot of uh, I could definitely tell like the muscles just don't want to work. Like it's just like mush. Like they're not working. Did you tell them to try to work? You gotta I didn't warm try them up. that. You gotta warm them up. 
I can get into a squat. It's not real easy getting out of it. Yeah. I haven't worked out today, so I don't know what I'm capable of doing yet. But I'll be doing that in a few hours. I think post-marathon, like, um, at least immediately, the only thing that was, like, hurting was just the back of my legs. Like, lower hamstring, just right behind my knee. Same place that it usually always hurts after some strenuous run. And it was one of those pains that, like, it didn't matter what you did. It just wasn't going to stop hurting. So, yeah, I just had to embrace the suck for a little while while it hurt. Yeah. And my after my first marathon, I had that behind the knee pain. But I didn't have that this time. It's kind of weird. I feel I feel strangely oddly recovered. Like I almost went for a run this morning. Not almost, yeah, like, but like it was a possibility. Like if Jonathan would have pressured me into running, <laughs> I would have ran. I've got like I've gotten up and walked around a little bit today just doing things around the house, but I've definitely like my legs don't seem to be in so much pain or so sore that I'm just incapable of running. Yeah. But I do want to take a break from running because, I mean, I did yeah. just run 26 miles in one sitting two I mean, days ye- ago. Yeah. Yesterday, one standing, one running. <laughs> yesterday, I uh, like I was pretending I was going to run, and it was like automatically bad idea. Like it hurt. Like I couldn't have ran. Today, I, I did it, and I could have ran. I do have like a little soreness and ache like around my ankle, but like that's usually something I get anytime I like just go all out on a run. But Roger commented, he said, let's do this. Um, I'm assuming he's still watching. He said, congrats on y'all's accomplishment. Uh, for anybody that's new, this was, we just did the Seven Bridges Marathon in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, Peyton's first marathon, my second one. My my first one with legit training and it didn't even we'll get into that uh we could actually go back and just do a short recap of our last like month of training not like a recap but just like how we were feeling going into it uh we could do a full recap and it would still be like two minutes long yeah that's how our training looked the past month (laughs) yeah so last month of training i'll go into it like going into the race i'll just say how i felt going into the race uh, based on this, like, um, I'm trying to think. Like, I had like a a groin injury like five weeks ago, and I took like three, four days off. It was fine. I say injury; it wasn't really injury. It's just like a, uh, you know, a little, a little pain. You know, like a little, you know, you sprain your your, your thumb doing like I don't know something like that. Nothing like worth going to the doctor about. Like, take a couple days off. It's it's okay. Um, uh, fast forward like another week, I'm running, I, I feel good. And then all of a sudden, like I'm having pain in my leg, like low cat. I can't remember what it was. It was like calf, ankle pain. And I realized at the same time, you know, I, that's 400 I just put 400 miles on my shoes. Okay. Maybe I just need new shoes because these shoes are beating me up, which I have the shoes here. These are the shoes. They look wore out. Like, uh, just standard, you know, they're training shoes. Uh, and I put 400 miles on them, which is 
probably above the recommended, like people recommend like 300 miles. So I didn't think about it till I hit 400 and I was injured. So I took a couple of days off and me and Peyton ran 20 miles. So I ran 20 miles in those shoes, hurting like the whole time. Uh, and we'll go ahead and say it. I, I did cuss Peyton out on this run. We won't go into details, <laughs> but I was just like done with it. Uh, <laughs> we ended up finishing together. Well, kind, somewhat, you know, he didn't have to finish the run alone. He may have chosen to run away from me, but that's another story. Anyways, so, all right, get done with that. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take, I took probably like a week off. And then in the meantime, I ordered new shoes, which I showed those in the last podcast. And uh, uh, half marathon comes up. We're supposed to do it. I haven't ran in like a week and a half at this point. Uh, but I have the new shoes. First run, half marathon. It's a terrible idea. Not broken in <laughs> at all. Like I've, I've only tried them on like once. Um, and, you know, my calf's feeling fine. You know, I'm recovered on that. But get done with this run. Blistered up. Feet hurt for like a week. Just because I I tied them wrong or something, I don't know. Uh, anyways, had to take more time off, and then I ran a five k after running. I ran like two two mile treadmill runs that week just to like get time on my feet. Basically, it's very slow. PR'd my five k twenty four oh six local race here, and then I noticed. After that, I had some pain in my hip again. So I'm like, here we go. It's race week and I'm hurting. Like, bro, I was I was very mentally like just like I was like, bro, why? <laughs> why? Literally the I had a, like a month of like not training, just like running randomly. And uh coming to race day like within a couple of days of race day and I'm hurting. Like I was actively hurting for like three days. And then me and Peyton went on a, a short two mile run, which it wasn't hurting until the run, but I felt it, you know, I was like, okay, this is manageable pain. I didn't think, cause I went on a, we, we had an eight mile long run that week we were going to do separately. I went out on it, you know, I was going to try to PR, got two miles in and had, I just quit. Because it was hurting that bad. So my two-mile long run had me nervous. <laughs> so a couple of days later, we went on a two-mile short run. And it was bearable. So here I am. Like, okay. This is like the day of us leaving. So I wasn't even sure. Like, if it was going to hurt that bad during that two-miler, I wasn't even sure, like, what was going to happen. If I was even going to go. Which I was going to go to support Peyton. Like, I didn't know if I was going to go the whole weekend or not. But we did. Um, shakeout run Saturday, you know, I felt great, you know, didn't really, I, I don't know if I felt it or not. Uh, but you know, it was, we were going, what was our pace, bro? It felt like we were going too was, fast. Like I was like, something. shakeout run supposed to be, yeah, supposed to be easy pace. And we're going at like marathon pace. And I didn't even know what my marathon pace was. Like the last month, the training was out the window. You know, I wanted a 430 a month ago but then today you know race day I, I was like i just didn't know what i wanted really i just wanted to do it 
and see what happened. Uh, didn't really, you know, all my goals went out the window. I didn't have any strategy going into the race just to run. Like, I didn't even know if I was going to be even be able to, like, how it was going to go. Because I've had trouble with my shoes. I've had multiple injuries in the past month. I didn't know what to expect at all. Um, you know, I knew Peyton, his goals were, or his goals should have been a lot more ambitious than mine. Uh, I knew he was going to be faster. So I was going to be, a, you know, I was going to be running it alone. It wasn't going to be like my first marathon where me and Trevor were, you know, supposed to stick together the whole time. Supposed to, it didn't go out that way. But, uh, you know, and I, you know, I just, I don't know how I felt. I was kind of, I was more worried in the beginning of the week and stressed out, but towards close to the race, I was just kind of like, okay, let's just do this. You know, let's at least have fun, which, yeah, I had fun, you know, even though it sucked. But, like, uh, it's not exactly the f most fun you can have yeah. in a run, but you know, I ended, you know, I ended up putting myself in a place where it wasn't fun at the second half, but it's fun now that it's over and I'm recovering. But, uh, I, I, I think that's kind of, I, it's hard to define my mood going in. I was excited. I was nervous. You know, race day came along and I'm sitting here. I drank my electrolytes. I've got cotton mouth, didn't have any water. I'm like over here nauseous, have a headache and like wanting to throw up. <laughs> That's just like the car ride, the Uber ride over there. And we forget our bibs. We have to go back. I'm like, Because our Uber what? showed up 20 minutes early. So I'm over here. You know, I just get out the shower. And he's like, yo, Uber's here. I'm like, what? So he I'm got there 20 minutes early. And we got there 10 minutes late. So that's how the morning was going. So I'm just like, okay, here we go. You know, I didn't, I, def I definitely didn't feel fully prepared. You know, as, as much as I did like a month ago. I felt more ready then. But now that it's over, I'm I'm proud of my effort and I'm proud of the training we put in. And how 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 did you feel like going into like the race day weekend race day? Like, what was your? Did you feel like you put the work in? Well, I got to looking at my you know training over the past sixteen weeks. So I'm gonna put some numbers out there. I've had a I've been using Garmin watch since June of 2021. <clears throat> well, I started my marathon prep the last week of June this year. So the first two years of having a Garmin watch, I think I ran, it was a total of like 352.7 miles or something like that. Well, since the last week of June, so in the past four months, I've ran now like 400 and almost 30 miles so i've doubled my mileage in like a sixth of the time that i've had a watch that's legit i'm finna i'm finna find mine just keep talking so yeah i think in like during my 16 weeks of training so i'm not counting like i had a little period before my marathon prep where i was prepping for marathon prep but I, I wasn't running enough like, I had one good month in January, but other than that, you know, I had, like, 20s each month, like, mileage and stuff. So, I, I spent, like, the first the first weeks of June just running and getting ready to start my marathon prep. So, when I started it in June, 
you know, I went from, I think I hit like 40 something miles in June. So that was including one week of marathon prep. I had like 75 miles in July, 123 something in August, and then 151 in September. So I went from the most I've ever had in a month, which was like, I think it was 50 something. Yeah, I think it was just over 50 back in January, which was the only month I've ever gotten over 50 miles to 150 miles here in September. It totaled out to be 400 and 400 point something training miles prepping for the marathon. And then add the marathon on top of it that makes it almost 430 miles worth of running in just a four month period. And so I, going into race day, I felt pretty good. Uh, like I definitely knew I could have done better. As in, like, the past two weeks of training. So I hit the week we did our uh, 20-miler, which Dylan did a 20-week prep. So, but I did a 16-week prep, but our 20-miler ended up lining up on week 13 and week, was that, 18? No, 17. No, 18. I don't know, 17. So it lined up on the same week. So we did a 20 miler, but that week, because of Dylan's Ubering and stuff and his schedule changes at the end of the year, our long runs would, you know, one week would hit no long runs. One week would hit two. So my 13th week, I hit 53 miles that week. And then week 14, 15 and 14 and 15, I had like 20 something. And then I had eight miles going into marathon week. Well, I had eight miles last week going into the marathon. So my mileage definitely dropped more than I wanted it to. So I definitely think that that as far as that goes, that probably could have had some kind of uh, disadvantage to my running. Not disadvantage. What's the word I'm thinking? Some kind of just minor effect to my outcome. But... I think if I would have done more than 16 weeks of prep, I definitely could have hit, like, sub four. Yeah. I'm, you look at so people I'm, that, like, do, I, like, they're runners. They're, like, they don't do, like, 14, yeah, six. They'll have, they're always running is what I'm trying to yeah. say. So I don't know if you said what your time was, but uh, I'm going to go by the gun, my chip time through their actual race results because my, my my watch had to run extra. I just, just my to, Strava. I just found like I have PRs I didn't even know I have on Strava. Like <laughs> I just discovered it like sitting here. Yeah, the uh, my uh, my chip time through the actual race was four seventeen thirty seven. I actually was a whole minute slower as far as like my watch goes because I had to run a little bit extra. What was your total mileage? Did you count your? Uh, your your marathon in the total mileage i added it i have 400 as my training miles and i added the marathon on top of it i think i might i have it in my notes exactly how many i had i'll just subtract 26 i had 350 miles from june to now yeah i had 403.1 not including marathon so it seems it seems proportional the times 
add the marathon to it, you know, that would make it 429.3 miles worth of running in just the past 14 or 16 weeks. But yes, my chip time through the actual race was 417.37, which is, you know, 12 minutes and 23 seconds faster than what my goal was headed into this weekend. So whether I finish like my backup goals and whatnot, or like my ultimate goals throughout the weekend, you know, a win's a win. I beat my goal going into this weekend by 12 minutes, over 12 minutes. So there's really not much I, you know, can't be happy about. Now, could right. I have done better? Yes, but hindsight's twenty twenty. you know. Uh, I could have tweaked my training. I could have extended my training. Could have I paced have, yourself from, like. I paced myself, you know, slower than what I could have gone yeah. from the beginning. You know, five <laughs> and a half miles. If we would have had, like, legit crew. strategies and paces going in, you know, it might have gone better. First marathon, I'm what I'm taking from this since I'm, I guess, officially a runner now. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know, you're there. first marathon's a learning curve. You know, you learn what you need to work on and what you need to do going into other races. You'll never you know, like you're not gonna go in your first marathon and execute again. it perfect or oh. ever again. Yeah, that too, <laughs> like you could have like a goal in mind. I feel like you could hit it. And then you realize, oh, I could have actually done better. So you're never going to get your best marathon on the first one. It's going to take, just with anything, I mean, you're going to take multiple attempts because you really, you learn a lot more doing it than just theoretic, you know, theorizing and just thinking about it. Doing it's where you're going to learn, but you can't just go out and do a marathon every, you know, every other day. I mean, you could, but you're not going to get your best marathon time. But uh, I look on Strava, man. It says I got a 4:42:24 as my marathon time. So, I guess we can kind of go into it. I actually, I gained a. I feel like I gained a lot from this marathon, just in confidence. Because you know, when you're in the middle of the training, you know, it's, you're you're kind of focused on uh, most of your runs are easier runs. And you're wanting to go easier. So you really, and you don't want to go too hard. But I, I've told myself this a couple of times going in this marathon just to, you know, so what, you know, if you go too hard, you know, just if you blow up, you blow up. Cause I, you know, personally, me, it's been a long time. Like the first, the first couple of, uh, you know, races I did, you know, or, 5Ks for time, yeah, I blew up. First couple of miles, yeah, I paced wrong. But ever since then, ever since I've learned, I've always been really conservative pacing-wise. And I wanted to go in there and just push myself and see, okay, I know I can hold this pace for a mile. Let's just see. Let's just go, you know. I'm not going to worry about, all right, I need to hold back for the first 18 miles to see it just so I can finish or whatever. So I really went into this like just going by feel. Like I didn't have any strategy. I didn't have any expectations. You know, 
once I got into it and saw what I could do, yeah, then I started placing goals and expectations. So, you know, we first marathon I did, I did it. The longest segment of running was like four miles. And even the first one, I mean, I was feeling good last year, but like my blood sugar like dropped in the middle of it. So I was like freaking out. I was like, man, we're in the first three miles and I'm already dying. Uh, but this year, you know, I'm feeling good. And I've kind of like Abby texted me. I don't remember when it was. It was like in the first 10 miles. She was like, how's it going? And I was like, it's going good. And then I was like, really good. And I was like, suspiciously good. Like, I'm nervous how good I could. I was expecting like, okay, this isn't like, because I was PRing benchmark after benchmark after benchmark. And I knew it was coming where it was like, all right, bro. Eventually, you're going to have to slow down, right? If, you know. Even if it didn't come, you know, I'm I'm still on pace for a really good time. Like, if 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 I was able to hold that pace, or if like I hit a wall, and I was looking like I was looking like they say not to bank time or to do like a positive split, but like I I didn't even know if I was going to be able to run after you know I hit you know a certain amount of mileage because last time I ran a long distance in the shoes I had on, I was like limping. Just because it was my first time wearing them and they weren't broke in, and I was wearing them goofy, you know, too tight or what? I don't even know. Like something was wrong. There's, I just call that a fluke. They're great shoes at the, after this race. Like I, I love them. But uh, you know, I was just taking what I could get because, like, if I was gonna blow up, you know, at least I PR my eight miler, I PR my ten miler, and then I PR my half marathon by like six minutes. So. You know, the second half marathon, not a PR, <laughs> uh, but I PR my marathon by, I think, 85 minutes, 84 minutes, which is, you know, most of that's because my first marathon, I completely, like, my legs completely blew up. Like, when people say blow up, everybody means something different, but, like, I just, like, I couldn't run. I had to walk, so, that last time. But this time, I ran. Like, I think I was looking at it, and I only walked, like, three minutes total. And, like, that's that's a PR for any of my training, like, long runs. Like, I'm I'm sitting here, all right, two-minute break, three-minute break, you know. But that's the difference between training, you know, your training runs and, like, a race day effort. Because you can do – you can't completely base your race day – effort off of your training like i was telling peyton you know we we ran 20 miles in three hours and 58 three hours 59 minutes something like that and you know and i was telling him look bro you can do a sub 430 like i think you know i i was i was trying to get him to shoot for four but i think it was you know he still did crazy good you know for his first marathon i think uh but you know i'm just trying to push him but I thought, like, and he was like, man, you're crazy because <laughs> we the run the 20 miles that took us four hours and then uh, do a 10K, which that if, if he had PR'd his 10, you know, hit his PR 10K after the 20 miles, which is impossible, uh, he would still be at, like, you know, what, 450. So, but there's race day, the race day energy, the, the, the peak, you know, your taper, whatever you want to call it, you know, your legs are a lot fresher 
the race day energy is there. The I mean the weather. We trained in the heat and it was like fifty degrees. Um and I think my concern with, you know, because, like, I knew I could run 20 miles faster in the marathon than I did training. Because, I mean, it was a – the 20-miler the twenty miler we did in training was, like, what, a 12-15 pace or something? I it was know. slower than I wanted it to be, right? It was slower yeah. than I could have done. Intentionally. We just wanted and, to get it done. But I think it was really the more so, like, you know, because I've – I think what helped me was the tempo runs I was doing, you know, and because we were listening to the Nick Bear podcast on the way home last night or yesterday, and he said he looks at, you know, threshold runs and tempo runs, you know, kind of the same way. And I think, you know, I kind of do too, you know, like tempo runs are just, you know, you're running at a, like a much, you're running at a faster pace, right. than you are like your easy runs. You're getting your heart rate up a little higher, you know, and you're doing it for longer distances to kind of help you with you like your race day paces and whatnot. So I don't really know. Like I didn't do the math to see what like my uh, easy run paces and what like what all my paces are supposed to be. I more so just looked at like, you know, I've found a pace that felt good, felt comfortable, felt easy, you know, that I could, you know, I was hitting my long runs, you know, at, you know, high thirties, low 40 heart rates, you know, at like 1130 paces. And, you know, so that was an easy run pace for me. So whenever I got to the, uh, um, tempo runs, you know, I started building up my tempo runs. I would, I think around like halfway through my marathon prep, I added a second tempo run in each week. I would do a fast one. And then I would do well, like a short one, and then I would do a longer one that was building up to uh, hit a half marathon PR later on. And I think I worked up to like a ten mile tempo, and then I, and that was like a nine something, nine fifty something pace. Yeah, I when think. you did that, I was like, this and then, fast. And then me and Dylan had a fifteen miler scheduled, and uh, well, he ended up. You know, long story short, he ended up not going on that run, so I had to run that night by myself. And, you know, first I was going to run at his pace, but since I'm like, well, I'm going to run by myself, let me just see what I can do. He got scared of the dark and ran faster. Yeah, and I I don't re- remember what my pace actually was, but I ran sub-10 minute pace for, you know, no, it was 10-12, and it wasn't sub-10. But it was still, like, faster than I thought I would run yeah, a 15-mile run. So that is still so that fifteen mile it was still ran at a sub four thirty marathon pace. So, you know, that kinda boosted my hopes up a little bit. You know, I'm like, you know, if I can run fifteen miles at a ten twelve and feel as good as I did, then surely I could run, you know, that pace for, you know, a little bit longer. Yeah, so I mean, and people discount like the effect, like like the differences between a training run. And like a race day, if you properly uh, taper, because like your legs are so much fresher. Like I definitely felt it too, because uh, you know I we go out there and it's like it'd be like random. Like some days we'd feel great, we get out there and we're like killing it, and then some days we get out there and like like ow, like bro, that was like the hardest. <laughs> like it's shorter distance, but it felt harder than the longer distance. It's like 
I don't remember which week it was. I guess probably like week nine or ten for me. But it was whenever we ran our eighteen miler. It was Labor Day. We uh just we postponed our eighteen mile long run training run for to do it on Labor Day. We got Jonathan Howell to join us for what, ten miles of it? Well Yeah. You know, we ran that. I took the next day off of running and then I ran a couple more times. Ended up, you know, me being on night shift Friday night, I had a tempo run still, but you know, these the way our long runs were starting to schedule out would throw some of my weeks off, but you know, had to put the work in anyway. So I ended up I had like a nine or ten mile tempo scheduled for this Friday, but I also had a twenty mile no, a half marathon to do the next morning. But I ended up just running a 10K that night, ended up PR on my 10K, went to work, got off of work, and then had a half marathon to that run. That half marathon was grindy, bro. And we didn't even hit half. That's you know, right. I, you know, I wasn't trying to stop Dylan. I'm just like, look, I'm going to stop at 12 miles. You do what you want to do. And he ended up stopping at 12 miles, too. It was, yeah, why would I go further, bro? So <laughs> I pretty much did, you know, in the same wake cycle twice i ran 18 miles that week yeah so i in just a period of you know two days not a smart thing to do most people wouldn't do it it wasn't purposeful but <laughs> i also didn't your realize the effect that 10k was gonna have on my 12 really mile, uh 10 hours later 12 yeah, hours later. probably when you started you weren't aiming to pr yeah i did like less than half of the speed and tempo work that you did if you want to like I did like a speed session almost every week, but it wasn't, it was only like five miles max and it was intervals, you know, shorter, uh, fart lick stuff. And, uh, you know, so I wasn't super comfortable or sure how I was going to feel like going fast. Uh, anytime we were on like a, a long run and we tried to do like a 430 marathon pace mile, it was hard, like really hard. And I was really nervous about that. And then, you know, a week before the marathon, I PR'd my 5K, which gave me confidence because, like, a month and a half earlier, I tried to run a 5K, and it was, like, three minutes Ow. slower, and it hurt bad. Uh, but pr and I was like, okay, we can do something. And then, you know, that shakeout run where we were running, like, basically marathon pace a little bit. I feel like it was a little bit faster when we were actually running. You know, I was like, okay you know and then the day of like we're running i'm like this is probably faster than i need to go <laughs> but i'm not dying i'm just gonna keep going like i i i wanted to slow down at the same time i was like let's just see what happens uh and i kept doing that like i literally ran six straight miles you know the only reason i stopped is because i had to poop so i pooped uh, and then, you know, I'm going PR my eight miler, boom, PR my 10 miler. I don't even know when I've stopped. Like my mindset was like, okay, I'm just going to keep running. Like, I don't have any reason to stop. I had plenty of reasons to stop. It hurt. Like my hips hurt, like almost the whole race, but just like, I was like, this is bearable. I'm just going to keep going see what happens. Like, I don't know. Cause my last marathon, I hit a certain point and it just was like, it was over. Like I couldn't run anymore. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to cook while it's hot, you know? So 
I don't even like I didn't have any rhyme or reason to my wrists besides I'm hurting really bad right now. Uh, okay, there's an aid station. You know, basically need to tie, fix my shoes. Uh, man, I I don't know. I feel like this. I feel like sub four is in the books. Like not in the books, but like it's it's within grasp. Like just because of how we attack this like for you for sure but like for me like it's 40 it's 42 minutes away i'm not saying like my next marathon i'm guaranteed to get a sub four i'm thinking like you know a couple years from now lose a little weight train maybe a little longer put a little bit more mileage on there you know run my easy runs a little harder uh i feel like maybe you know 359 59 <laughs> oddly specific but sub four is like it's it's just it's in the grasp like if i was to like i think i could have hit 430 the other day if i would have like if that was my goal like if i had a specific paces i was supposed to like i followed like because i tried not to even look at my watch honestly i mean i stuck within the 430 pace group but i was hitting like some nine minute miles for the first couple miles and like I knew, like I, cause I I wanted a four thirty like in the training, and I knew what it would take. Like I knew, like all right, if I run four miles at a ten minute pace, I have a minute I could I like I could walk, or like you know, use the bathroom, or whatever. So I got to uh, the six miles, and I was like, okay, a minute and a half. It took me like two minutes, I think, because everybody was just, like hustling in the bathroom. Like it was, everybody was ready to roll. So. I'm back on like exact pace for four and a half hour marathon when I come out of the bathroom. And within a couple of minutes, I done caught back up to the 430 pace, like pace group, which was, they were ahead. And so that just means that I was just booking those miles because I had regained that time that I spent. So I still had that time I could spend. I had, I had a uh, time banked up, but you know, a marathon, bro. It's a marathon. That's what people say. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So eventually, you know, uh, pay came due. And I was hitting like 11-minute miles. So that added back up. And I ended up with 442-something. I don't even know. Somewhere between 442 and 444 because it's between Strava, the gun time, the chip time. And somehow the 445 pace group beat me by 10 minutes <laughs> and I was ahead of 445 but whatever I actually like this marathon because I feel like it was more personal because you could see the people running with you and like you like you could remember like their faces and stuff like it wasn't such a big crowd that you, people just got lost in the mix like you were seeing just the same people over and over just now realized that the past like four months I've been reading this pace wrong on pace calculator. I've been thinking this entire time that it was nine point or nine minutes twenty three seconds to run a sub four. No, it's <laughs> nine minutes nine point twenty three seconds. I've just disregarded that nine for four months now. You just thought it was there. I'm over here like, dude, all I gotta do is run a nine twenty three, you know, and I can run sub four. No, it's 909. So I've been, every time I guess what a pace would be anything lower than a sub four, I'm just like, 
30 seconds off. Yeah, and I, uh, I experienced the pace thing. Like, if you have a pace you're trying to hit and, like, a strategy, it helps a ton. Uh, at the end of the day, a marathon is still a marathon. But, like, when I did the 10K earlier this year, I was like, all right, I had set out a strategy and a paces that I was going to hit, and I actually blew it out of the water. Uh, but, and then race day came, and I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, I was not, I did not expect to get within like five minutes of my, you know, basically. But we held it, man. If you know what you need to hold, and you can, you like, like the difference between like an 845 and an 843 is almost no effort. But you, you do that for, that's like a whole, what, two seconds per t- times 26 is 52 seconds. So that's a whole minute. Like, I mean, that's a small change, but I'm like. PR is a PR. A PR is a PR. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, you could PR. Like, after you, but you got to do it. You got to do it the first time. And what's like, I don't know. I feel like a whole world has opened up of possibilities because I could finish a marathon, bro. I can run almost a whole marathon without stopping, you know. Not, yeah, I stopped a couple times, but it's like it's this actually got me wanting to go go run another one just around town just to get one on Strava, though. And the fact that I'm feeling the way I'm feeling right now, I feel you know, like I was barely able to walk after the first one, I was barely able to walk after my first marathon for like three days, and here I am, like thinking about going to run you know yeah so, I'm like i'm anywhere from like 75 to 80 percent recovered you know my leg's still a little sore there's Quads. some non-recovery in there that you just don't notice or you just underestimate my recovery yeah i mean well them steroids will do it yeah you forget what i'm on and my dealer like but overall he, he emails me my steroids every week so basically, we went through the, uh, he emails them. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok videos. So basically, I mean, you've never run a marathon before. I've ran the St. Jude in Memphis and this one. I really like this one was super hilly. Like, I think I said it, um, like 80% of this course is up or down a hill. You're nothing, there's a couple of like steep ones, but like, I can handle that, you know, when it's like a mile long and three foot incline. <laughs> I, I don't know, but it's like, it's rough on like your legs, like going up and down those hills the whole time. Yeah, the majority um, of that race was kind of like if you just put your treadmill on an incline and just run. That's pretty much what that race was. There was like, you know. Equal downhills because it was an out and back. Yeah, there was maybe like a couple just like steeper hills but most of it was just a gradual incline and it would just like tear you up i think if you could you know, like we can handle hills better than the most people even though we don't train them uh but once i think our just like leg work would help a lot with that yeah and did i you... think just like a lot of the cotton plant running that i did help with that yeah that's a road if you're not from here that's a road that you yeah. up because it's hilly but uh like the downhill, like if you know how to run a run downhill without dying, 
and you could kind of control yourself. That's where on the back end, when I was super fatigued, it hurt a lot on my feet. Like my feet were tore up from that because all that force is like boom, boom, boom. It hurt a lot, but I was able to like keep up the pace just because of that. Like even when I didn't want to run, okay, I'm downhill. Like anytime I wasn't running, I was either on a flat or an uphill. I was like, if I was going downhill, I was, I was booking it. Uh, I think just because of that helped me average out to a decent time. But if it was like a loop and it was mostly uphills, that would have sucked. But this is a, it was an out and back. And it, it's kind of small marathon. I mean, there was 500 people that ran it. It was still 26 miles. But yeah, you know, in that <laughs> same distance. Uh, beautiful course, though. I, I definitely recommend the Seven Bridges Marathon. Uh, I think they should make marathons illegal. But I I definitely recommend the course because it was just beautiful, honestly. You're running over bridges on the Tennessee River in Chattanooga, downtown Chattanooga. You're you're downtown for a total of like six miles like total. Uh it's like five miles you're in the city in the beginning and then like one mile at the end. Somehow they did that. I don't know how they did that. You're going through like parks. You're going on like when you're on the sidewalk, you're in a park, but then you're on a boardwalk by the river, through swamps, around neighborhoods. I don't even know like how they had so much boardwalk. Like but they have a lot of it. They had like 20 miles of boardwalk. And I didn't realize we were running on boardwalk. They told us in the email like the there's miles and miles of boardwalk. I thought they were just talking about the the bridge, the walking bridge. That's boardwalk, but that was barely a mile of it, you know, total. So, you know, it was beautiful. And that was basically my first half. I enjoyed the views. The second half, I was just trying to survive. So compare that to St. Jude. St. Jude, you know, it's it's mostly flat. So if you want to hit a PR, you want a flat, flat course. St. Jude, 2024. I'm not committing to anything this time. <laughs> and if I'm feeling crazy, 2023. Yeah, I mean, that's like a month and a half. Yeah, I'm not doing that. It's a, it's, bro, it's, it's a different, they're just, they're different, bro. I mean, 26 miles, but there's a lot. I feel like there's, the energy is definitely different between the marathons. St. Jude is like, it's a lot of there's a, you're talking about tens of thousands of people and the energy is crazy which helps you like float but uh still it's flat so the course i feel like the course is a little more boring and industrial but you know i mean we went the other you know they kind of even out is what i'm trying to say i feel like even though i don't know i liked them both I'd do them both again. And I didn't take any earphones with me. I know you didn't. It's just like... I, could, I didn't have a pocket for anything. Yeah. My phone my phone pocket was like this deep. So I had to hold my phone the entire run. I remember at one point, like early, I got my phone out and the goo I, that you gave me fell out. And then somebody was like, you dropped... Like five people were like, you dropped your goo. And I was like, 
it's gone. <laughs> it's gone now. It's too late. And everybody was like laughing. Uh, they had plenty of goose. Like aid station wise, they did great. They had like when I was going through, they had a lot of stuff left. I was kind of worried they were going to run out, but because like I felt like St. Jude ran out. Which I don't think there was as many aid stations at St. Jude as there were at this. Like there was one like every mile. Or I kept just dreaming for an aid station to pop up. Those that last ten k was just pain. Yeah, those miles were so long, bro. Like I hit I hit twenty miles. I think I did the math right. It was like three hours eleven minutes. So I hit. Uh, my last 10K in an hour and seven minutes. The second half of a marathon is very lonely and <laughs> mental. It's because it's just you there. Like, everybody is where they're at, separated. Like. And I think I'm a. You cry randomly. Yeah, I, 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 about, I about cried. I almost, or I found like, I went past this one aid station. And it was just these four girls there, and I almost asked, like, anybody else want to cry or just me? But I didn't. I just waited <laughs> till I passed and then cried. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm going to keep my knowledge up. I'm starting to change my mind. Because now yeah. I've hit a marathon, and now I want to PR my marathon. Yeah, I'm probably going to maintain a certain mileage i want to definitely incorporate some like different like i'm not like long runs for me are gonna be not very long uh, i want to do some trail runs just for fun just to get some time on my feet uh for sure i don't want to do anything too crazy i definitely want to maintain my running that way i don't have to work as hard to get my running back and then i want to add some like speed work in i want to pr like my I'm not worried about my 10K as much right now because they're double deckers next year. But uh, yeah, Roger Trail runs. He's gonna like he's still not invited to the challenge. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> never invited again. Uh, it doesn't matter what pace you go at. You're if you're if you're doing trail runs for four hours, you're gonna win the challenge. <laughs> uh, I'm not planning on doing anything like probably like an hour and a half to two hours like met most and not regularly like an hour probably gonna be my normal long run but i want i really want to pr my mile in like 5k i think like two to three months ago I'm, i was saying like you know post marathon i'll probably take like two weeks off of running and then as i got closer i'm like you know maybe one week's good and now post marathon i'm thinking like three or four days is good <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not yeah. going to run today. Probably not going to run tomorrow. I'm, if I run this week, it'd be like Friday or Saturday. Yeah, so I need to get like nine miles in to catch you on the challenge. Uh, I don't want Jonathan to just somehow come back around. and He's going to like somehow win us. the challenge. <laughs> just from consistency. Consistency always wins. But he didn't run today, right? So right. that's it's six miles he, he didn't catch. So I'm going, like, you want to go, like, I'm going to go ahead. We can go in. I don't know if you even decided yet. <laughs> I'm just running in circles here. Uh, I'm definitely like, so before the marathon, all right, we'll back up. So like I did the open and then 
We did double decker. And I feel like I delayed. I was delaying. I was trying to see whether to follow one program or my own program. And eventually I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do mine. And that ended up falling 20 weeks out from the marathon. So I'm like, okay, I got eight weeks to PR my squat or, you know, like get as much as my squat, uh, my squat as high as I can right now. Because I know this marathon is training is going to affect it. So I really took eight weeks of having like a baseline of like less than 20 miles a week, probably like 15 and, uh, Ramping my like squat, I PR my squat, hit a 425 squat. Go check my YouTube channel videos on there. Uh, shout out to Peyton, YouTube, Peyton it. Cook, Peyton Franklin, was it all at Dill the Young. Uh, so I PR'd my squat, and then I basically like wasn't worried about it for three months. And uh, so my squats kind of went down a little, but if I wouldn't have done that, it would be like my max would be probably be like 315, which today is probably. 45 pounds. Uh, <laughs> so I want to build that back up. And I want to keep my, like, because I know I can run and still PR my squad at the same time because I did it like three months ago. So I don't want to put my mileage up too much. And plus, I want to take some time. Like, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time in the gym. So, I mean, I've never done Squat Tober before, so I'm pretty sure I probably. <laughs> Maybe we're going to do that just because... November. November, what you're calling it. I have... They're halfway through it, I think. I have all of them screenshotted. I got to go back and screenshot everything from like week... I mean, day eight or something, but... Uh, so I think I'm going to do that and maybe like have like minimal running. And then I'll probably run my own program. Uh, I'm pretty sure... I think I've decided that I'm not doing the open at least with a goal or uh registering i may i don't know we'll see but uh i just want to have some fun you know see what happens i just kind of like i want to go push myself and go hard in the gym and when you're doing something different than everybody else it's harder like I know people are like, hustle by yourself, do it while you're alone. Yeah, that's good to a great extent. But like at the same time, you know, Matt did, Matt Fraser did that for a couple of years. And then he had a training partner for his last like three where he absolutely dominated. It's something about the camaraderie and just like someone there pushing you. That is why it's definitely why Peyton needs to quit his job. All right. <laughs> he didn't hear me. He's, he's screenshotting squat tober right now. Squat tober right now. Uh, I'm just talking right now, man. I'm just, but like, you know, if I, if you have somebody to compare, you could tell your effort. I feel like, you know, at a certain extent that you could hurt yourself. Like, I mean, Jonathan is probably a prime example. When he came on the podcast, he was like, "I'm doing all this CrossFit and I'm getting hurt because I'm pushing myself, trying to beat Kane every day," which. You know, that'll help you become your best self. But at the same time, you don't want to, like, hurt yourself. So, you know, all that to say, nothing. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, this is my mind, like, where I'm at. So I really don't know what's 
next, but I think I know what's next is November. I think I'm just going to do it just to do it. And it seems like fun. Even if I don't PR my squat, you know, I'll at least have fun. I feel like it'll be fun. I'm probably going... the, if we do the same, if you even do it, you know, if you don't do it, it might not be as fun. So I haven't decided whether I'm, do- I'm, I'm probably, I probably am. Now I may not take it like as seriously as I did, you know, a couple of years ago. I may try to keep the weight down and, but just keep doing it. I think cause I haven't made my mind up of exactly where I'm headed fitness wise, but I seem to be enjoying this, uh, running path. I have a 20K one month from tomorrow. Today's the 17th as a recording. Uh, so I have like, I have a 20K coming up in four and a half weeks. I'll be running with Jonathan and another guy from the gym. Like, maybe even Dylan. Who knows? But yeah, it's a, that'd be 12.4 miles. It's like 900 feet of elevation like gain. Nothing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, just something to keep at it. Uh, and I don't know. I really enjoy trail running. And probably going to do that and then just try to maintain. So my initial, like, maintenance uh, mileage I was going to try to keep at was, like, 10 miles a week. Yeah, I was like, bro, you're crazy. And (laughs) now I'm more, like, thinking, like, 20 miles, you know, 15 to 20 miles a week. You know, if I can keep, if I can keep, like, my three to four, if I can keep, like, three runs a week, I could still do like my hour long runs and knock out, you know, six miles and two hour and just two one hour runs. You know, that'd be 12, 12 miles for the week and then have a long run, you know? And Roger said he's listening to us drinking coffee and doing a 5k trail run all at the same time. Dang. So how long does a squat? Let me see what the squat tober workouts. I'm trying to see what the how long I think it would take. Uh, me it to lasts do a about the entire session. Yeah, I'm probably gonna start mixing in doing some stair climber work too, depending on how brutal November is gonna be. Or squ- I'll just say squat tober. But uh, uh. So I'm like, let's just take the recovery super serious. So we gotta eat tacos. <laughs> when it says eat tacos, it has a man. It looks good. I think this would probably take an hour, hour and a half. You know, no, I really do enjoy the squat cover layout. I like doing their seesaw work that they do. That's why I started incorporating it. You know, a while back, or I incorporated gonna, it at one point. I would say, look, even if you took the next month off. And then just ran that trail run. You're going to maintain like 95% of your fitness. And your 12 miles for you right now is like. What? So. <laughs> it's an hour and 45 prep, minutes. I pretty much called, uh, you know, any of my long runs are just, you know, double digits. So like 10 miles plus is my long run. If it's eight miles, you know, that's a short or not a short run but you know not a long run for me and i think no i think what i kind of like what's the word uh anyway i uh i don't know double digit miles or 15k so if it was like a nine if it was a 9.3 mile run it would be a long run but if it was 9.5 it wouldn't be yeah math 
But the uh, that's how it was for the marathon prep. But I don't really know how that's going to change. I'm thinking, you know, if I can go like anywhere from probably eight plus now would probably I'd call a long run. It just kind of depends on how I decide to do things. I'm still not a hundred percent sure just because I've recovered much faster than I thought I would be from the marathon. So I'm really thinking that I could probably do something with this because, but you know, day of marathon immediately after marathon, how are you feeling? Well, that, that was, that was terrible. You know, I had, I had an upstairs room. So to get downstairs to eat pizza with Dylan and his family, I had to swing myself using the two handrails to get down. I could definitely tell, like, you were done with the marathon. And you were like, wow, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not decided. Well, I think I have. That's probably the second hardest thing I've done. I still think that trifecta weekend for Spartan yeah. in Atlanta, Georgia was harder. Because one, yeah. it was well, it you know, over. It was over five times the elevation gain. Uh, less total distance, but the terrain, elevation gain, the weather, everything was just worse. But you got to think about the time on your feet, too, and you were doing more than just running. And yeah, it was just worse. Yeah. And the obstacles. Now, even just the running portion, not even the obstacles, I still think the trifecta weekend was just much worse. Yeah, I even compared, like, I was comparing that uh, super to my marathon. That I did like three months before, and uh, I think the pain of the marathon lasts longer. Like, but it's more of like it's very, it's an acute thing. I feel like it's different too because the Spartan, like, there was no aid stations. Like, you weren't gooing up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, and at at the end of the Spartan, I was like. I need something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to explain, or like, to, or it's hard for some people that don't know what it is to really explain to them. Like, you have your road races or road runs, you have your trail runs, and then you have a Spartan race. It's in an entirely different league from trail run, what a trail course. run is. It's, That's the only trail run I've ever done, so I hope... <laughs> so there's this guy that I mean, Peyton knows him more than I do. I only follow him because he does. He he does uh, a lot of running, but like all his runs are on trails, and he just we're. I'm definitely want to experiment and add some more trails in, just because there's just something about that man. I love that's one of the reasons I love that marathon we just did because it was like it wasn't a trail run on your feet, but it was like a trail run on your eyes. Like if you know what I mean. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So <laughs> I did it with you. So, but I also want to get into some uh, hiking and stuff with Roger. Just do some different stuff. Like, I want to have fun. And I definitely want to, I, you know, I have some lifetime goals I want to hit, but I'm definitely not like about to prepare for another marathon uh, for at least a hot minute. Yeah, I think if I can, if I, um, but I don't want to detrain too bad. You know what I mean? I don't want to like lose my running fitness, you know, because I've worked 
hard for the past four months to even get where I am. You know, I used to just, it would hurt to run a 5K at the pace that I ran that marathon at Sunday. You know, I'd blow up in 170 heart rate, you know, average, just running, you know. Could you just take out high eights, low nines? And then I ran that marathon at a 952 pace and had a 160 average heart rate, which even I think is, you know, pretty low for a race day heart rate. You know, my heart rate for like the double decker 10K was what, like 170 something, I think. I don't even know. But I'm PR in this year. I just assumed you may have known. You know everything else about me. Now I know your middle name. But I don't know. The marathon, it surprised me. Not just as far as like, it surprised me how well it reflected the work I put in. Yeah. Uh, You know, 185-ish. I'm not going to say give or take. I'll say take a little bit maybe. Uh, But. No, it. I think the training I put in definitely was reflected by the marathon, you know, results. Yeah, look, and if you could go ahead. That was kind of like an ending end. Yeah, I, don't I was know. Uh, comparing like your weight to my weight, your training mileage to my mileage, and then the where we landed on the marathon. It actually like it's almost comparable. Like you weigh one eighty five, I weigh two hundred. Yeah, I don't even know what I was weighing that day. I was weighing like 195 the week before, but we were eating a lot. So I probably, if I did it right, I probably weighed about 200. I, uh, and then your your training mileage, you hit like 400 something miles. I hit 350. So it's like, it's almost proportional to where we landed. You landed at like, what, 412, 418? 417. 417. You know, it took me 30 minutes longer. I landed at 443. So... It's almost proportional. So. And that's, and it's also weird that you say that. I don't know what that means. You did it for four weeks longer than I did. And I had 50 more miles than you in training. Granted, you missed a month almost of training, (laughs) but. I mean, I was, I I missed like 50 miles on the last month. So I probably would have evened out, but. I don't recall exactly where it was, but it was somewhere around like, you know, a little bit past the halfway mark. I just ramped up my frequency in my training mileage and then i just you know it it just went up i remember we hit that like 100 something miles like 115 i hit you hit like you were hitting more than me like every week broke 100 before me in in august and it was it was the day of the treadmill run we did we had a i don't even remember how long it was supposed to run that morning we ran two hours it was like but a lot. Our, it was, but it was raining really hard, and like it was, it was like storming. I think storming. that was supposed to be our eighteen miler. Yeah, I don't even remember. But we ended up just running on the treadmill, and he, we were supposed to do a two-hour run, but I was only like a five k off of hitting a hundred miles that month, so I just ran two and a half hours. The longest I'd ever run on a treadmill was, you know, an hour before that. And that was like four years ago. I've never liked treadmill running. And the last time I ran on the treadmill, it hurt my shins and just everything running. So I just didn't do it anymore. And then I ended up running two and a half hours that day and just felt fine. PR'd my half marathon on the treadmill. 
Yeah, I. But it's simple, man. You just run a lot simple, of miles, man. A lot of easy miles. Just like they say, it helps a lot, and you definitely don't feel the. Uh, I don't. I don't feel the effects of it, you know, until race day. Like from that marath- one marathon prep, what I learned, it worked. Whatever we did, and uh, just based off the recovery for sure. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing another one one day. You know, it just it takes a long time. It takes a lot of time, three to four months. You know, bare minimum of like you're looking at hours a week. At least next time, we'll be able to ramp up to higher mileage quicker. Yeah, I'm hoping that, like, I can maintain well enough that I can actually, like, as far as marathon prep goes, that I don't actually have to do it as long. Uh, Because, I mean, 16 weeks isn't a long enough time for, like, a beginner marathon or, like, a first marathon runner to do. But, yeah, you know, per- I, I feel think like it's perfect it was- amount. But I think, like, I'm hoping to not have to work as long, you know, for the next one. I'm just hoping to be able to maintain well enough and even build yeah. up from my endurance and my speed and stuff to where, like, for the next one, you know, I can maybe just set aside 12 weeks and just push it for 12 weeks. And definitely if you, uh, PR. definitely if you, like, maintain, you could do it from 12. That's basically what I did. Like, I just had, like, a bare minimum. Then I ramped up. Like, like I was, like, holding steady, and then it just jumped. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing another one. I don't – we'll see what happens. You know, I'm just kind of taking it one step at a time. I definitely want to do the Open again and get, you know, I won't, like, before – I like, I want to get good at all the CrossFit stuff, but I feel like there's a lot of strength I need to do first. And of course, I think the the running probably helped a lot on my, you know, just having a base built. I'm and, really considering just to take like a f- full all around hybrid. Like I've been doing hybrid do training, you know, for I guess forever now. You know, not yeah. really. Like I'm not. I don't always run. Hybrids when you do like CrossFit, but it's not met without doing CrossFit. <laughs> So crossfitters are hybrid, but hybrids aren't crossfitters technically. They're just people that don't do crossfit, but they do they do the same stuff. Crossfitters do workouts that are just a hybrid of like every single, you know, gymnastic strength, cardio, you know, everything just put together. And then hybrids just do you know strength and running. But I may take a more just like all around stance because you know i'm not trying to be the best in crossfit but it could definitely help my cardio out and it's fun and yeah, it's you know good variety Especially to mix if you it have up two, every now and then. two people there you know at least two but it sucks when you're by, by yourself, yourself. Sucks, yeah. yeah yeah and being strong is always fun so jose what's up he said he's watching but can't hear uh, if Dang, you press man. the mute button, it'll unmute us and you can hear it. Yeah, bro. Do we pray for Jose's hearing. Uh, or even cut the volume up. If it's all the way down, you won't be able to hear anything. But uh, I think that's all we got, man. Uh, are you pleased with your mar- first marathon? Yeah. 
Good. But in a way, no. If you become pleased, you, you become be complacent. Well, if you become complacent, never, never, that's the never, bad be, thing. never become satisfied. That's a topic for another discussion. It's all in semantics. Uh, but anyways, put work in. No, run marathon. Yeah, you don't Just have run to run a, a marathon. Do a trail run. Do a trail do hike. Something. Do something hard. Surprise yourself. Question your decision. And do it anyway. And see where it takes you. It's like I said in a few episodes ago, you know, if you want to get better or something, do it. Practice yeah. makes perfect unless you practice wrong. Okay. End quote. Well, Roger how. Roger, take a hike. Fitness. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Hope y'all enjoyed this one. Um, yeah. Stay Stop. tuned for the marathon video and We actually months. shot a... We shot a video uh, pre-marathon like last week. And I was in the car and like the audio was trash. So I was just like, nah, forget it. We just won't post that one. So I don't That'll be a if, blooper. If we, if we don't post consistently, don't worry about us, bro. Uh, it is what it is, man. We're in a busy time of year. Hopefully the beginning of the year, we'll be able to be more consistent, but we getting it. Don't worry. We're working. We doing the important stuff first, you know, uh, we here, we there, we everywhere. Put work in, podcast. Be really young, like not good. <laughs> Only on one social, not all. Yeah, and uh, do the Just links. Do the shares. My face and you'll probably find Leave me us a review. If you're what listening to, to this stars, on iTunes bro. or Spotify, wherever, leave us a review. Five stars only. We may accept a four star, but you know, maybe a one if you're cool. Yeah, we don't have any reviews. But mine, I'm pretty sure, on Apple. We had more, uh, but then we switched some stuff around. And now we have we have one podcast on Apple that has like 10 episodes. And we have one that has 35. And that's the one you need to go to and review. So go review it. And, I mean, what else to say? Just go put the work in. Uh, we'll see you guys next time next time on the price is right <laughs>